Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Welcome back into the Dom Giordano Show. It is that time of the year. Catholic Charities is a huge thing in our area, without a doubt. We've all grown up with it, known it. But you might be amazed, some of the stories you hear today from our four guests. But some of these stats, uh, guests, that I just took a look at, then we'll flesh that out with actual humans. They're amazing. Fiscal year ending in 2022, the Archdiocese of Philadelphia positively impacted 608,699 adults, children, seniors, and families. I went through Catholic education. I know the nuns. I know that's a precise figure. They wouldn't be off by even one person. And approximately 10,300 parents received essential baby care items. And I want to go to uh, Amy Stoner. Uh, Amy, uh, heads up, is the director of the Community-Based Housing and Homeless Division, Catholic Social Services. She's a veteran. She's been with me before. And I know, Amy, one of the things under your purview, some of these things are life-sustaining and all. And there's a certain element of grace and happiness with it, but there's also human tragedy that we're bailing people out of. This is almost, you get all the benefits of this right. in dealing with this. And you recently had Philadelphia's biggest baby shower, but it was in a parking lot, apparently. It was. Thanks, Dom. Um, one of the things that probably people don't know is that we serve over 4,000 pregnant moms a year Mm -hmm. throughout the archdiocese in a variety of different programs and a variety of different sites. And we always have a few baby showers, community baby showers to bring moms in from the community to connect with us and get involved with our programs. So this year we decided let's throw Philly's biggest baby shower at the archdiocese um, parking lot down at 222 North 17th Street. And we had never done something so big, but we were pleasantly surprised that well over, we were hoping 500 moms would come. And what we saw was probably double that. We saw fathers, little children, pregnant moms. They were lined up on a Saturday morning to come in and and uh, participate in different workshops and get all kinds of diapers and baby clothes. And it was a way to connect with our staff. It was amazing. So that was our first annual, and we plan to have that for uh, years to come. I'm trying to think of who should be the MC for that big of a baby shower. We're going to have to put someone and, and find out about that. Now, if you want to contribute to great things like this, I gave you some of the stats. 
The best place to go is catholiccharitiesappeal.org, which is the website, catholiccharitiesappeal.org. And a feature there is you can designate something like this, this program, things like this. There's a whole array of them there. And I think that's important for people to know. They're not just contributing to this huge, with all these statistics, but actual uh, segments of this that they have a real stake of. Also uh, joining us today is Father Thomas Gardner, director of the Temple Newman Center. Newman Centers are the campus uh, ministry program on non-college uh, campuses or, or non-Catholic uh, campuses, I guess. It's a misprint. Temple's Newman Center is part of Temple. So, Father, you went from Westchester University, you were telling me, Correct. now to Temple. Right. The only difference is probably the parking, right? That's no, right there's yeah. big differences <laughs> there, but you've been... Well received there. How big is the Catholic population, and what do you do with the kids there at sure, Temple? Sure, I'm I'm still learning a lot about the uh, demographics of of Temple University, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a little bit slightly bigger than Westchester, but just like Westchester, a whole lot of Catholics on campus. It's it's as you mentioned, these are uh, Newman centers are on campuses that are not Catholic. A lot right. of, we have a lot of Catholic colleges in our area. Uh, but we have probably more Catholics going to non-Catholic colleges. And so mm-hmm. we try to have a, a Catholic presence for them. Uh, and so we have a building that's called the Newman Center, and it's uh, right on Temple's campus. And uh, we've, um, I would say, I don't know percentage-wise, but thousands of, of Catholics who are on campus, uh, not that many who are actually uh, actively practicing maybe the, their faith, but still several of them. And uh, and one of the common themes between what we do uh, at the Newman Center on the campus and what the rest of the, the guests are uh, doing is, and what this uh, Catholic Charities Appeal supports is a lot of our work, it, it might not, is not exclu- excluded to simply Catholic people, but we, we reach out to That's everybody. That's a key point, and we try to reiterate that every year, but you are the person, I had it next year as a question, you're yeah. intuitive, <laughs> uh, that uh, a lot of folks benefiting by this are not Catholic. It is not, we don't ask you if you're Catholic or not, we just right. ask to serve you. How can we help you advance? Sure, yeah, and, and when you think of Catholic charities, a lot of times you might think of uh, some of the things that are happening in places like St. John Hospice and right. where we where we serve those who are uh, in, in poverty uh, in a financial sense. But I think on a college campus, there's a, a huge opportunity to serve people who are experiencing maybe some other type of, of poverty, the, the, the loneliness, the isolation, that uh, the, the fact that the homesickness that will come along with uh, somebody who is just uh, leaving home for the first time, going to a new environment. And we see a, a, a lot of, potential to help people uh, on campus to reach out to them and to have them have a real human connection. Uh, and they don't, it would, we don't look for somebody's baptismal certificate or ask if they're Catholic. Uh, it's just that, that human one-on-one interaction that you, that you have an opportunity. Well, to. I'm glad you came because this is something I don't think of, didn't know with Catholic charities and think about it, the uh, need that's there at a place like Temple. Uh, Also joining us here in the Dom Giordano program is Suzanne O'Grady-Loretto. And uh, Suzanne, you combined it, two of the big ethnic Catholic groups there. The Irish, I think, and the Italians couldn't squeeze the Poles in there or something like that anywhere else. 
And you are the assistant director of Catholic uh, Housing and Community Services. So give us an idea of what you do and the scope of that and where these contributions go in your realm. Sure. Thanks, Dom. Um, Catholic Housing and Community Services is the division that focuses on supporting seniors. We address physical, emotional, and spiritual needs um, through a variety of different programs. You know, seniors like us, they just want to be in their homes. They want to be productive. They want to be valued. um, They want to live meaningful lives. And it's hard. It's a time when they're more and more challenged by, you know, the changes that they're experiencing due to aging. So we um, have three main components to our programs. We have the community, um, senior community centers, where they serve as a gathering place for seniors to really engage in activities, um, keep their physical and mental well-being um, at the forefront. And we provide social services and meals. Um, And last year, we um, actually served more than 44,000 meals to seniors um, Mm -hmm. through our senior centers. We also have parish-based social work. Um, and we bring experienced, really skilled social workers um, to support our um, aging um, parishioners and, and folks in that area, not necessarily just Catholics, as Father said, um, as they age. And um, they will do a visit in their home. They will assess their needs and come up with a care plan and really let the seniors drive what they need um, as they direct you know, what, they, what they need to support within their lives. And then finally, we have senior housing. Um, You know, our seniors live in housing that's not safe. We all know how um, everyone's struggling with affording housing um, these days. And particularly with seniors, in addition to um, affordability and quality, there's also an issue with safety. Um, Mm -hmm. People living in two floors, a bathroom on the second floor, they can't access it any longer. So we actually develop um, senior housing communities. So we have seven of those right now. Um, we have one in construction, and then we have a an eighth in um, pre-development. So um, that aging gracefully process is um, really important to us, and, and we just try and support seniors in as many ways as we can. And, and really the core of what we do and what all of our programs do is we see the innate dignity of each person. It's For us, it's a God-given innate, mm-hmm. innate dignity. But everything we do reflects that. Well, thank you, Suzanne. And joining us, too, on the Dom Giordano Show is Barry Martin, Program Director at St. John's Hospice, which is one of the most well-known, storied even, uh, places that we've all seen if you live in Philadelphia long enough. So what's the latest at a place that we know of? Or I might ask you, Barry, what is it you do there that maybe we don't know? How would you characterize it? Well, I would say that what we do is we serve um, 3,500 individuals a year. We have uh, a place where they can come and eat uh, lunch every day, Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a housing program for 40 men at night. Uh, they live there throughout the day as well, and they have case management services. We have a program where we serve 30 men every single night who walk in and they walk, they leave in the morning. It's called our coffee house program. And all of this is uh, really made possible by a lot of volunteers that come and help us. And in fact, we have 13,000 casseroles that we uh, end up serving to the homeless men and women at lunch. And uh, so I would say that uh, the first thing that people really recognize when they come in there is that it's a safe place. It's a place where everyone is welcome. It's a Mm -hmm. place where 
We have a, a what's the location now, Barry? Where it's, is it? Uh, it's uh, twelve twenty one Race Street. It's it's in there. between okay, right. yeah twelfth and thirteenth Street on Race. If you drive down Race, you're going home. You'll see the uh, homeless Jesus statue on your left hand side. It's a very famous statue around the world, and it, it does represent who we are because. We have inside, we have a, a picture of Christ and the Breadlines. It's a very famous uh, Fritz Eichenberg uh, print. Uh, uh, it was a woodcut. And, uh, you know, it's uh, the road to Emmaus. Uh, Christ is, uh, he's, he walks up to these people. They don't even know who he is. And uh, that's what we kind of serve the people. We, we see Christ in others, and we want to be Christ's hands, eyes, mouth. We want to reach out to these people, and we want to serve as well as we represent the Catholics and anyone who gives us any kind of donation and help throughout the year. We want to be there for them as well. Well, I have to say um, much different than some years <clears throat> in that this year uh, we have four people and four stories. We've talked about the macro and other years. Listeners are actually hearing more of the micro of some of these services this year. And again, if you want to contribute, CatholicCharitiesAppeal.org is the place to go. And you can designate any one of these programs we've talked about with uh, Suzanne, the senior uh, programs that are going on, with Barry, I would say, internationally famous St. John's Hospice, uh, Father Gardner over at Temple at the Newman Center, and uh, Amy Stoner with programs like the Philadelphia's Biggest Baby Shower. Just go around quickly. We have just a couple of minutes. Father, what's the best thing you can tell us about contributing to Catholic charities that you witness personally, what does it do? Well, I think it uh, gives us an opportunity to really have a human interaction with with kids or students on campus. Right, which, uh, right now, there's uh, when you walk around campus, that everybody's looking at their uh, cell phone and has their um, headphones in their ears, and uh, the the fact that we're able to have money to have an actual building on campus provides us the opportunity to physically be there and invite people to come and, you know, either do something very human, uh, have uh, spaghetti on Thursday night or to, to play uh, the video games. Of in, course, the video uh, games, so yeah, many, many ways to get to yeah. God. And Amy, <laughs> number one thing with you that you would say this money goes toward, what's your thought? That we're so dependent on the Catholic Charities Appeal um, mm-hmm. and the I Give Catholic uh initiative to just be able to provide services and support where other organizations can't do it. And, you know, just every day there's this opportunity to be able to witness um, all the good that comes out of the donations to others, Uh, whether we are uh, supporting a mother with her children in recovery from um, addiction, mm-hmm. or we are supporting children in after school, and again, pregnant moms and their families. Amy, thank really... you. Barry, how about you? A, a quick thought. We on... just completed our third boot up Philly uh, drive where we were able to provide a thousand boots, a thousand coats, uh, children's clothes, and uh, women's um, need necessities. And that's something that uh, we really look forward to every year. It's a very special event for mm-hmm. us, and people can always um, access that part of our program, Boot Up Philly. Thank you, Barry. And Suzanne, we finish with you. A quick thought on the senior piece. It's everything from the smallest interaction to a senior really feeling heard and respected at a time when they might be experiencing isolation and fear. 
to making sure that people have safe, affordable housing. Um, opening a housing um, site, somebody signing that lease and saying this is the most beautiful place they've ever lived in their life. Thank you very much all for coming in today. And again, CatholicCharitiesAppeal.org. Any amount counts, and you can designate where you'd like to go. Father, Amy, Barry, and Suzanne, thank you very much, and thanks for the work you're doing. Yeah, great program here on the Dom Giordano Show, Catholic Charities, every year on Giving uh, Tuesday particularly. All right, phone lines for us are 855-839-1210. And right now, for a great prize today, it is time for... It's Money Melody! Money gone. All right, today we're playing for a pair of tickets to see a very Philly Christmas Kimmel Center, Verizon Hall, on December 10th, 6.30 p.m., featuring Broadway singers, dancers, local choirs, and the no-name pops in a brilliant new arrangement of your favorite holiday songs, plus lots of surprises and some very essentially Philly fun. I have such a soft spot in my heart for these kind of events. Like I don't feel that the, the, the holidays are kicked off right unless you see these big shows with the Broadway dancers. and Yeah, and this is a very Philly uh, spin on it. So, Dan, it. what's the backstory today? So, Don, today's side question, we're asking uh, who's somebody that a lot of people see as authentic but you see through as fake? Well, uh, today I-, I wanted to pay tribute to someone who I do indeed see as authentic. I think through and through they've always stood by everything they've talked about including their marijuana smoking that being willie nelson willie nelson a very authentic individual uh but today i have a cover artist uh, who's not known for singing i'm going to start it with that that's one of your clues uh that some might consider inauthentic uh the guy spent a lot of time uh, on television and uh, i believe he's off right now i'm not quite sure uh, but uh, this uh, person that some may consider inauthentic, I like the guy. I think he's pretty authentic. I think Dom does too. But who is it today covering Willie Nelson's On the Road Again? Take a listen. On the road again. I just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friends. I can't wait to get on the road again. On the road again. We're going Got to say, uh, not bad, considering I know who the what the answer is here. I don't think that's bad at all. I'm kind of surprised that he captured it a bit. It's not a terrible cover. No, oh. it's not. Usually I say it in the first 10 seconds. All right, let's hear a little bit more. We're best friends. My own show again. Who is it? Be the first one in. we got a pair of tickets for you to see a very Philly Christmas at the Kimmel Center. I'm thinking we might get a couple wrong answers. That last line's a pretty good clue. 855-839-1210. Jump on board right now. We'll decide the winner. And uh, got a lot more things to uh, get in. Hunter Biden, uh, Comer, has rejected Hunter Biden testifying in public. What kind of breakdown, how does that play out politically? I'll tell you coming up after we get a winner here on Talk Radio 1210. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Great prize today. Let's hear the clue one more time and then we'll get a guess. On the road again. I just can't wait to get on the road again. All right, who is it that's covering that classic song? That's what we're looking for, George in Roxborough. George, who's covering the song? Dom, I think it's Denver. John Denver. Uh, no, he's oh, not. Uh, that's no. a very professional singer, too. This is... A non-singer. It's non-singer, and uh, back on the show again, back on my show again. Yeah, he uh, lost the show, went on a big road tour, and uh, during that tour, he actually performed the song on stage. Ah, okay. Laura in Westchester. Laura, who's singing the song? No, the clue you just gave a second ago. I was going to say Hannity, but I know he's still on. (laughs) It's not Hannity. Wow. Hannity apparently sang at the Fox Patriot Awards. Some of it was pretty good. Very tall individual. Yeah, very tall. Uh, geeky. Uh, does. Uh, do you want to give the big clue? Uh, no, let's try one more. Tom and Yardley. Who is it, Tom? <laughs> is it Conan O'Brien? Yes. <laughs> Nicely played, Tom. Put you on hold. Thank we'll you. get you up those pair of tickets to see a very Philly Christmas at the Kimmel Center, Verizon Hall, on December 10th. At 6.30 p.m. All right, great night. We'll have another prize tomorrow. We'll mix it up. All right, uh, a couple of things. Um, We see a release of hostages today. I believe 12 more hostages, according to one report. Here is the tell. Here is the big tell as these mobs continue. By the way, they're poised to shut down the tree lighting ceremony in New York, the Hamas-inspired mobs. Now, here in Philadelphia, I wouldn't be surprised. And under the new police commissioner, I think he'd be ready for this. I think the current police commissioner might be. I don't know when Philadelphia does it. I have to look it up. But New York is soon. Here's the kicker today. And it's it's over Twitter now, finally. That the place where they were dropping the hostages off to the Red Cross had to be moved to a more secure area. Now, wait a minute. Hamas is in charge, right? If they're cool with it, then you're going to get those hostages out of there. What they were afraid of, by all reports other than the media that's stonewalling on this, they were afraid of that the mobs of Palestinians in Gaza 
would kill the hostages if they were near them, even with Hamas guarding, it would have been a, a messy thing for them to have to fire on them. They couldn't protect them, in other words. Now, we're told all the time it's only this insignificant out of 2 million people. It's 20,000 outliers, malcontents. No, it's not. No poll is going to tell us if Hamas is uh, supported fully by the people in Gaza. I'm sure some of them are afraid, the whole thing. But there is no doubt of what we're facing here with the poor Palestinians, in my view. Significant numbers want to kill Jews. And these people chanting from the river to the sea and all the other nonsense, they don't want Israel to exist. They don't want Jews to exist. They're here in this country. And a job of a new president would be to take a look at them methodically, what they're up to, and deport significant numbers, ultimately, if they're here on visas or God knows what. And you would think by now people are sick and tired of seeing this nonsense, but pretty telling, they had to move the point to a more secure thing because they were afraid of the mobs killing innocent people, some of them children. They would kill them. They couldn't wait to kill them. Now, not every Palestinian, let's be clear, we're not saying again how tired this is, but significant numbers, you have to face it. That's what it's about. And more that should concern us, it's about what they're doing in this country, all these groups. They have not been stopped. The other day, they shut down the Manhattan Bridge. I think only one person was arrested because they defaced it in a significant manner. The argument seems to be, let them do what they want. Just think about people shutting down tree lighting events. That's exactly what they're going to do in New York. And as good as the NYPD are, I don't see the mayor giving the order to say, stop them at all costs. Don't let them near a tree lighting ceremony. Don't let them dare take away another bit of joy. They're riding high. They're out of control, not just on college campuses. So we'll see what they do here in Philadelphia if that happens. But um, the idea that somehow or another, this is just an insignificant number of people. And the best uh, material I can find say that Israel may have killed 2,000 of the Hamas uh, people, and there are upwards of 25,000 of them, it's believed. Bottom line, then, they still have a lot of work to do. It gets more difficult every day to engage this uh, with all these delays and all the back and forth. But imagine when these people who are heavily armed in control, they don't want to release the hostages at one point, and what's coming out is they release them at another because they couldn't control the mob, and I guess they don't want to fire on them or do whatever they'd have to do. What does it take to just stand up and say, enough with this? We are not going to tolerate it here. It's not freedom of speech, what's going on, particularly a lot of it on college campuses. All right, the phone lines are 855-839-1210. One other quick thing. We had a lot of people who jumped in. We had a caller on inflation try to tell us, stop the whining. Uh, what are we going to hear next from the Biden people? You have to tighten your belt. One of them is going to uh, say this. What are we at war with? That's when we usually hear that talk. They blame COVID. They blame Trump. They're running out of things, and they can't bring themselves to say what has happened here 
anytime you try to limit Americans. So if you're going to say, um, maybe you can't do all these things, Don, maybe the average person right now can have the American dream of going to a concert occasionally, two weeks at the shore, whatever it might be, there's got to be some overriding reason where you make the case that people have to sacrifice. Why would people have to sacrifice now? That's a question I would ask. For what reason do they have to cut back and endure these prices? What's the argument? And the argument is Biden wanted to do it. He took all that money, threw it around, a lot of it corruptly. And you now are saddled with this. It's baked in. Don't let anyone tell you it's going to go away. It's just rising a bit more slowly, but it's baked in to the cost of these things. I think the nugget of the day uh, is uh, from Dan, who, uh, Dan, what was it? Uh, Grace Ferry drive through McDonald's, because McDonald's in the news. It was about $13.87. No, 11-something. Uh, was it 11-something? Yeah, and yeah, that was for? No, no, you're, it was twelve fifty two, right in the middle. All right, twelve fifty two, and what do you get? It's a uh, large Big Mac meal. Large what the guy Big was Mac talking meal. about. It was yeah. a Big Mac, a large fry, and a large Coke. Nothing exotic. Nope. Nothing exotic. Twelve fifty two. All right. So you have to pay that. Let's just take that example at a McDonald's. What are you making that sacrifice for that you have to pay that much? For what? What what is the sacrifice? When people are told they have to do without, they have to cut back. What's the sacrifice? By the way, we're going to talk with a college counselor extraordinaire we saw her on Fox News tomorrow at 12.30. And she says any number of families now are making a different college choice depending upon how these colleges are not handling anti-Semitism, bloodthirsty mobs, uh, harassment, all those things. But can you imagine if you sat there with a college counselor And we just took simple things. All right, let's look at what this college did with the eruption that's anti-Jewish students. Let's look at they do when Riley Gaines appears on a college campus. Let's look at any conservative speaker pretty much, and how do they react? Why would you send your kid there? Well, you shouldn't. And you ought to be talking the kid out of going to these pricey colleges because it's not going to make a difference in their life early on and not be wheedled into saying, all right, you're going to Penn if you can get in. Uh, the Ivy League, too big to fail? Uh, y- yes. Uh, well, I have hope. I think Penn has been singed. Now, I'm not condoning it, Dan, to answer your question. I'll give you one specific. They are not allowing a pro-Palestinian film told through progressive Jewish eyes to screen on the campus. Their argument is... Uh, They can't provide security on this. That's cowardly. They ought to allow the film there. If they can't provide security, why do they have one of the biggest police forces imaginable? In fact, one of the leaders of the police force at one point, I have to look it up to see if he's there. His name was Lieutenant Rambo. That was part of my investigation. (laughs) When I found there was a prison on Penn's campus. That's a long story. But Lieutenant Rambo. (laughs) If Lieutenant Rambo can't protect you, so I I would allow the film. I have no problem with showing the film. They say they'll show it in February. Tension's too high now. Why is it too high? Because you're not cracking down on these mobs that are disruptive. That's why. Why can't Penn show a film with the full protection of a major Penn police department 
and Philadelphia's police department. You ought to be able to do that. I think they're not showing the film, to your point. They're afraid of the donors. My, qu- so my question not expands, though. Like, yeah. You think of Brown showing Lamia Abdul-Jamal, Abdul-Jamal, whatever. They, have a, they paid his own, he has his own, yeah, whatever uh, he, had. he has his own uh, wing of the library. Yeah, uh, you have Harvard uh, with the uh, anti-Chinese uh, yeah. Ch- American yeah. students, uh, Asian American students. You have uh, uh, Columbia doing stuff. It's all these Ivy League thought leaders that are right. propping up these progressive, you know, ideologies. And I, I got to wonder, is there going to come a time where people reconsider whether or not Ivy League should be the gold standard of education. Well, uh, yeah, vast numbers of people already uh, do not. But uh, it's true inside the power structure. Every one of these eggheads seems to come from Harvard, Yale or something like this. All those people on the Supreme Court, I think every one of them went to Harvard, Princeton or Yale. I don't know anybody that went to, uh, say, uh, Indiana like you or me like LaSalle. Well, I wouldn't go to LaSalle now, but that's another story. All right, so 855-839-1210. You get inside question. We've had some great ones. Hit us with someone large numbers of people think is authentic, but you don't. I think um, the answer to David Cowan, he seems to be fairly authentic to me. You know, but maybe people think he's not. Maybe that's why he doesn't have the show. That was a pretty good Willie Nelson, got to say. It's a Dom show. Uh, welcome in. Uh, talking about not authentic. I'm not saying overall he's not, but I saw a WIP poll. I don't know if they had him on or he was just asked about it. Bradley Cooper, who uh, Silver Linings Playbook, excellent. Dan, he was asked, which would you rather have, another Eagles Super Bowl win or an Oscar? And he said... Another Eagles Super Bowl. That's that's just an outright lie. I don't believe it. I Hopefully, I would answer the truth on something like that. Some kind of an award, something big like that. It's just not possible. Yeah, would you, though? I, it's like a... Oh, so you say that's okay to lie on that one. I don't know if he's lying. That's where I disagree. Like, like if you have... As he allegedly does, the, you know, Eagles green. Uh, yeah. Kelly Green going through his veins... And, and this would be a, but yeah, I, I mean, so, so the Oscar, you have that achievement for the rest of your life. You know what? You're probably right. I'm, I'm taking it back because I was going to say it sticks with you longer, a Super Bowl win than winning an Oscar. Yeah. But I, I disagree with that notion. Yeah. Well, yeah. look, I'm a team player, but if it's an Oscar and I'm answering, honestly, I want an individual adulation too. There's nothing wrong with that. Especially coming from him who could probably in this stage of his career use an Oscar very badly. Yes, because he's not seen as a top flight. He's not Denzel. He's not people, you know, up in that level. He's at the next tier. He's done some pretty big stuff. And I I read that um, the conductor of the Philadelphia Orchestra was in his ear the whole time he was conducting for the film, uh, the Bernstein film. And uh, I think uh, that's it's apparently very good. But come on. So you're not allowed to say that. In Philadelphia, your name would be Mutt if you say, well, I'd rather have the Oscar. All right. I just think that's preposterous. You want to know where it came from? Yeah. I have the clip. Yeah. Big question. And I really want you to answer this in a serious manner. Okay. Sophie's Choice for 2024. You win the Oscar, not only for Best Director, but Best Actor, and Carrie Mulligan wins Best Actress, or the Eagles have a Super Bowl victory. Um, what Eagles Super Bowl victory. Eagles. What? Wow. What? Eagles. I know. You're lying I'm now, sick. aren't you? 
Oh, my God. Yeah, it had Howard, to come from him, too. Yeah, I, to I thought it was on WIP. Yeah, oh, yeah. my goodness. All right. Could Howard Stern be right once in his life? Mr. Inauthentic himself. Or yeah, right? exactly. One of our leaders here. All right. So um, 855-839-1210. That's what we're looking for. By the way, um, tomorrow, I'll have more chance. We really got caught up in the inflation thing today. And, Dan, the number of people suggesting pizza places near 1801 or 1810 Venango Street is unbelievable. I don't think you can throw Tacanelli's in there. That's too yeah, far you can. to go. You no, go to Tacanelli's. No, but it's too far. No, it's not. It's just shoot down Lehigh. But that's not it. I'm saying in the general neighborhood where the havoc is, I don't think Tacanelli's is. I still have it up on my phone. I do. Uh, Angelo's Pizza House, 4.5 out of 5. Let's okay. shout them out. They look pretty good. It's like right around the corner. All right. I'm going to uh, see what's Steve, in the... Uh... Steve's Old London Pizza. But it, it's like the hipsters of Reddit. But, uh, Fishtown, Port Richmond, Kensington, that region has become the hot spot of pizza. Circles and Squares, OG okay. Pizza. But not Kensington. I can't believe that. Uh, yeah, a little bit okay. of Kensington. Like like that Lehigh Avenue stretch, there's a couple places. and uh, All right. See, that's yeah. a different Kensington than the one I have on mine. Yeah, let's yeah. let's put up a Fishtown Pizza versus South Philly Pizza. Who wins? Uh, South Philly am I, is my instinct, yeah. I have to say. You would think, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. Things are changing. Oh, yeah. that's, uh, no, it's forgetting. You got some, like, yes. actual, real, like, chefs, like, starred chefs who are opening pizza places now. That doesn't mean they have the, the soul of somebody in South Philly creating pizza. It's true. It's, it's the true. DNA. These star chefs just have. Yeah, you like the, the, bu- the bougie, bill. like, uh, short rib pizzas. Up yes. In the town. Yeah, there might be pineapples on it, too. A restaurant should have to put a sign outside. No pineapples ever served on our pizza. I mean, to here. these places, pineapples are, you know, common, you know, boring ingredient. Yeah. They're putting some crazy then What stuff. are they putting on it? Uh, oh, I, I saw a short rib pizza recently. It's like braised short rib on a pizza. and What? It's just uh, nothing should I had be a on pesto pizza. pizza. It was it, like it's a, hiding what a pizza is Essentially about. just chicken on a piece yeah. of bread with right. uh, pesto sauce, uh, you know, drizzled yeah. on top. Not good. All right, let me take one more here before the uh, lightning round. Gary in Newtown. Gary, good afternoon. What do you have today? Uh, Dom, i got to ask a question, if you don't mind, about your Thanksgiving and um, uh, Dan. Dan, did he, did he wound up going to Thanksgiving, or did he blow off, uh, blow her off and do something different? I, I, I wasn't here yesterday. Oh, no, he didn't do it at uh, his uh, palatial estate in South Jersey. So, yeah, so what yeah. Gary's talking about is Maisie yeah. and I had a conversation as to we just moved into a new house. She sure. wanted to host Thanksgiving, and I said no very quickly. Uh, and so instead, her sister hosted it. And, yeah, I, I did go, Gary, uh, but I, we, we bounced kind of early. I left kind of early. Uh, we drove separately, uh, and I came home, did some research for that. Afternoon. Oh, I didn't know that part for the oh, yeah. show with Dorenzo. Man, that's big time. Yeah, sacrifice. I snuck out. I did an Irish goodbye around six p.m. and yeah, six p.m. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness, got my Poor food. You know? I don't even know if so I you did were, that. You were you you were you were hot, you were sk- str- straddling both sides of the seesaw. I was. I was trying to make everyone yes. happy. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Including Good myself. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Now, you don't have children yet, but I'll say I, I will share. I share a lot of things with Dom. I don't share two-foot driving. I, I don't. I edge my grass, so I don't share those two things. Oh, uh, the edging. That's very, it. I, That's like pineapple. The, very, the edging. Do Why? you actually have an edge, or do you hire someone to do it for you? You're talking to the guy who turns the weed whacker sideways and edges. Uh, so, oh, it, God. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going to apologize. I'm just. 180 degrees on that one particular thing, but I am very particular about 
my pizza, no pineapple. I'm very particular about different sauces. I'm, di- I'm very particular person when I have a chance to be. So what I will share with you is when hopefully, Dan, when you are older, you will remember this conversation. I remember that guy telling me it's a great thing when my kids are actually show that they're smarter than I am. That's a beautiful thing as a parent. So I don't fully endorse that. That gives me fodder you, for You tomorrow. refuse to admit that DJ is a very... Well, and Gary, I would tell you this. When Luke got tickets or was it DJ, I, these were pretty fancy tickets. As a dad, I was proud of that. But deep down, I was thinking, no, I want to be the one that does that. <laughs> well, then there's another thing that were different. I, I like to think that my, my the, the more my kids are smarter than I am, the better off I'm going to be in my old age. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as they don't beat me at basketball. So, that's what I care about. Gary, what's your answer today, though? All right. My answer is frozen ice cream dessert. Now, I didn't know this, but we're amongst 27 other people at, at the Thanksgiving table. And my daughter, who's a, just graduated, came home and she says, that's not ice cream. I said, what are you talking about? That's not ice cream. It's my favorite ice cream. She goes, no, that's frozen dairy dessert. I said, what are you talking about? She goes, read it. So you pick it up, and it says frozen dairy dessert. And when you read about it, frozen dairy dessert is not all ice cream. It's not all natural ingredients. In fact, if you weigh it, it weighs less as a one-and-a-half quart versus the Breyer's one-and-a-half quart. Ah, nice answer. Very out nice answer. All right, out of the box. If you can top that, the lightning round is neff. We said a person, but, we'll, you know, we always give leeway to – Something that's outside yeah, the box. That's yeah, fine. That's a great answer. I had a very good answer among great answers we've had I've today. Been duped. We got the lightning round, and it weighs less. 855-839-1210. You get on board. Jump in with your answer, and we'll tell you what's on the show tomorrow here on Talk Radio 1210. The time has come for the final test. Uh, we usually call it the lightning round. That's right. Hit us with that person that large numbers of people think is pretty authentic, but you don't. All coming off Merriam-Webster Dictionary yesterday. Authentic, the word of the year. Dom Giordano's show. 855-839-1210. That's how you get on board. AT&T and Verizon Wireless. You just push pound 1210 and we'll get you in. Let's go to the Earl of Tacconi. All right, Earl, who do you have today? Hey, Dom. Hey, I'm on Northeast Extension near Jim Thorpe's. So hopefully the call won't drop. Uh, I won't recycle Albert Fish, and we won't go into details on that. I'm going to go a little outside the box, over the pond. I'm going to go Jimmy Seville, OBE, Ooh. Order of the British Empire, knighted by the Queen, uh, well-known British person, uh, entertainment personality, host of Top of the Pops, well-known philanthropist. Everybody in Britain loved him. After he died in 2011, stories began to, ca- began to come out that he may have been a sexual predator. In fact, it's believed that he may have been one of the greatest sexual predators in all of England and had more victims than anyone else. Uh, really Dan Mr. Rogers for, for a lot of young yeah. people in, uh, in England. Ah, so, he yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. so, so, Earl, real quick, I just want to know, how's deer season going? Has it been successful? Uh, are you out there uh, hunting? Is that why you're up there? Uh, I'm coming back. Uh, I got something Saturday morning, um, and um, it's been windy ever since. So I haven't seen anything because deer will not go out in the wind because they can't hear anything and they can't smell where you are. So it's too dangerous for them to be walking around in the wind. So they pretty much stay hunkered down. So unless you're walking around and kicking them up, you're not going to see them. Hey, uh, Jim Thorpe, too. We're in agreement. The greatest athlete of the first part of the 20th century, without a doubt. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, the all-time, the movie line. Thank you, Earl. Good dancer. 
what was the movie? Carlisle, he was an Indian Native American reservation. They asked, what's this guy do? couple of long distances runs or like 18 events. What does Jim Thorpe do? Everything else. I mean, just American? an amazing, yeah. Uh, this is, uh, Drew's got a very good one here. Oh, Drew in Upper Darby. Drew, who's yours? Hey, hey, Dom, thanks a lot, man. You know, Dom, this guy, he checks all the boxes. You know, he wasn't only a fake hero, and he's got bridges and streets named after him, and he likely murdered his own child. And on top of that, he was a communist traitor. And I'm going to go with Charles Lindbergh. Now, wait a minute. I don't know about the, the child. I just got to weigh in on that and say that. I don't know that. And how do you see him as a well, communist traitor? He was a Nazi sympathizer. Yeah. Okay. Yes, you're right. Okay. But I thought there was evidence that, you know, the uh, that, that the man who was, I forget his name, who was accused of killing the child didn't do it. And they yeah, and Lindbergh I, ended up being a suspect. You might have been a suspect. Thank you. I, I just want to be, you know, even a long past and all that. Look, uh, the guy was heroic, though. Flying, as he, I think that's authentic. But the, uh, well, there's even a film, series. What if he had beaten FDR? What if he had run against him? Like I, I mean, the patriotism. He was America's golden child after yeah. he did that. And then yeah. he comes out in support of the American Nazi. Yeah. 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 Uh, one more. Joe in East Norriton. Joe, who do you have? Yes, uh, this guy was great on the football field, but then he fell from grace. How about that O.J. Simpson? Yeah, uh, not only that, he was a favorite American. He was right up there with Arnold Palmer. They did a commercial together, running through airports and everything else. O.J. was golden. How many people still believe O.J. to be authentic, though? There there are many left. Yeah, Uh, no. I mean, the numbers, based on race, when the verdict went down, were pretty skewed. Now, the last every year when they do it, or every 10 years, Dan, now most people believe, yeah, O.J. did it. He's looking for people on the golf course. Gotta say, sadly, though, he's pretty comic when he wants to be on Twitter and otherwise. He said some pretty remarkable things. All right, what a list today. What good stuff today, though. So give me some. So I want to play this in a different way. I want to put a heavy emphasis on uh, answers that people still do believe to be authentic. Oh, okay. Uh, So uh, Bill Cosby's out. I don't think anyone really thinks he's authentic anymore. Lance Armstrong's kind of the same deal. A lot of people think Donovan McNabb to be authentic. Uh, a frozen dairy dessert. And there are still people out there that believe Charles Lindbergh to be America's golden boy. Mm, that's the last one on that Lindbergh one. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. So you like the outside-the-box one. I do and... like frozen dairy dessert a lot. Okay. And you like uh, Donovan McNabb. I like McNabb. And then if I take right. that uh, you know, off the board as well, what I just said, I, I think Bill Cosby is a great answer. Lind- Lindbergh, O.J. Simpson, Jimmy Seville. Mm, yeah. I, I really like the out-of-the-box today, man. That's that's right. where I'm personal leaning. Right. I don't want to drive people all the time to going away from the flow fully, though. But, yeah, it was a great answer. So let's go with Gary today on that. It was a great call, too. Because I think there are a lot of people out there believe they're actually eating ice cream in. If they look at the carton, it says that frozen dairy dessert. All right. Me included. <laughs> all right. Well, as Joe Biden would say, you shouldn't be eating ice cream anyhow. Let me go and get some whatever that, a chocolate crunch or whatever he gets. What was that, uh, you know, fast food meal over at the Grace Ferry drive-thru again? It a McDonald's? was $11 or $12. $12.52. Yeah, $12.52. You, got to uh, you shouldn't be eating fast food then. It's not good for you. 
Just eat it once a week. If it's too costly for you, make more money like the Bidens did. All right, tomorrow, more on Hunter Biden. And uh, I'll tell you about a mental health outfit Lou Barletta says is in our schools. Richie, always next. Four big hours here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3 from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.